I'm just saying, I'm supposed to say one. You're supposed to say five, four, three. And we're live. Go ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast. My name is Cody. And I'm Zach Galloway. And here to introduce our show is the friend of our show and the host of the VT Network, Dead Man. All right. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties. Could you pitch that one more time, Zach? Yeah, no problem. And I'm Zach Galloway, and here to introduce our show is the host of the VTN Network, Dead Man. Welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast, where we talk about mental health, the criminal justice system, with your host, Cody Green and Zach Galloway, currently both on parole and compassionate release. Now, here's the show. Now, for anyone who didn't just catch what happened there. Zach, do you want to uh, tell everyone how excited you are right now? That was pretty cool. We just had Deadman come and pop in for a little, like a live thing. That was actually Deadman's voice. It wasn't the recording we used. Zach, how excited would you be if I told you that our guest today is actually Deadman? Yes! Yes! Best so, news, best show ever, right there. Yes! <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, um, the intro that we do to our podcast is voiced by Deadman. Uh, Zach always talks about how much he loves Deadman's voice. And so as a surprise today, I actually invited Deadman to join us for the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about ADHD. We're going to talk about a few other hot topics. Um, but Zach, if you want to introduce our guest before I bring him back on... Okay, here's the host of the BT Network, and honestly, not only a great friend of ours, like I said, every week, he's a good guy. I know him, I love him, Dead. Hi guys, welcome everybody. Gosh, Dead Man, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have to tell Cody that I had to plan for next week. <laughs> I'm here now, it's what counts, it's what we're doing. Dead Man, I want to thank you so much. Uh, as always, we're always scrambling to find guests, and I appreciate you jumping on. I just had the idea the other night, and I thought, you know, it would be super fun to surprise Zach and bring on Dead Man. Uh, Zach has had the honor of being on Dead Man's podcast. I have not, even though I have been offered, I just haven't had a chance to make it on yet. So um, we thought, why not bring you on here? I figured. It'd be good to have a conversation about um, ADHD, and I know there was a few other topics as well that yeah. we were looking at getting into. Absolutely, and I uh, <laughs> really can't wait to start it up, to start up with it because I, I I believe I'm not I'm not one of the only people that holds some of these opinions and some of these stances, but uh, I do have I do believe I have the coolest voice for it, so I'm gonna go with that. It's true. You come on here and pretty much pre preach apartheid in that voice, and we'd be like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, he, has, he has a point. <laughs> I don't know how many how many of our episodes you've listened to, but All you should them. just listen to the first minute of every episode so you can hear Zach fangirl over your voice every single week. Uh, I I listen to every single episode. Uh, that that's my that's my favorite part. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I I I like living with a girlfriend who is like completely used to me having this voice and like doesn't hear it all the time. So she's she's like. That's eh, not that important. And I'll play like Zach yeah. reacting. And she's like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, I got someone who appreciates me. <laughs> I have options. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so wait. So who did you tell me was going to be on? Huge Raymond or something like that? I should have known that was, a, that was a fake name that you gave me, Cody. Yeah, I just gave you a fake name. I, I said Jesse something. I was like, yeah. oh, we have, an, we have an ADHD advocate coming on to speak with us today. Just because I didn't want Zach to figure out that we had Dead Man joining us. 
So if that doesn't give away exactly how involved I am with the planning of this show, I don't know what does. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I didn't want to throw you under the bus like that, Zach, but I mean, it is true. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fair. It's fair. So, uh, Deadman, if you want to just quick give uh, everyone an idea of who you are, what kind of content you create, and talk a little bit about your podcast as well, just so everyone kind of knows a little bit about you. Hi, my name is Deadman. Uh, I'm actually Hispanic. My first name is Miguel. My, everybody calls me Deadman, though. It's kind of a gamer tag that's stuck uh, because uh, at work we all game together and eventually calling each other by 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 uh, our first names wasn't working in the call center so it would like be like you know we call each other gamer tags so mine mine's gamer was was dead is that, a, is that something in the gamer community where it's like you may know somebody but you always call them by their gamer tag is that a thing yeah um it it depends on how close you get with somebody like I, okay. I've actually, I've actually like gone to North Dakota and met a couple of friends and stayed in their house. Uh, you know what I mean? Like and so, like it, Hispanic. Wow. Yeah, and I, I, and I was I was a giant Hispanic. Trust me, wow. walking around North Dakota <laughs> as one of the only brown people there. For those it's... of you who don't know, Dead Man's actually six foot seven. <clears throat> <laughs> so be aware of that. Uh, I am. I am a large man. And I can't wait to actually meet you both so I can just Tarzan carry you. Uh, <laughs> Zach Zach likes to be carried, so that'll be fitting for him. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It is a thing. Uh, as, as for my content, I, I do a lot of voice acting. I, I work on something called Dark Charm Media. We do audio dramas, horror dramas. Uh, <laughs> Grave Robber says he's not that big. Thanks, thanks, Bing Bong. Uh <laughs> Uh, I mostly do VT Network, and that is my main oh. podcast. That is where we discuss all things nerdy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and what I, we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion, anything serious. We we talk about nerd shit. We you know, movies, video games, music. We've had Zach on. He's had a bunch bunch of tales to tell us uh, about it's musicians actually- he's met. It's actually a really cool show, and it's refreshing for me to go on a show and just to like kind of bullshit about nerd stuff, you know, instead of this horseshit that we do every week. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually really excited for you to offer me to come on too, because I always get like asked to come on to podcasts and talk about like, and the thing with us doing mental health content and prison content is it is borderline political and it is kind of hard for us to not be involved with like more tense conversations and i was just thinking it'd be so nice to be able to nerd out a little bit because i mean i definitely am a nerdy person so i i know zach too zach is a huge nerd it's true this is true so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're we're we've we've been around for almost three years now. We're we're very 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 tiny. We're we're not even a quarter of the size of this whole show is, but uh, we love it. I I love it. My co-hosts love it, and it's something we do with a passion. And uh, we uh we keep going, and uh, I believe we're coming up on our third year anniversary here. In, oh wow! In this month, so. Well, congrats, man. That's that's yeah. huge. Thank I do. you. When's our birthday? You talking to me? Yeah. When when is the show's birthday? You don't know when my birthday is? No. When the you troll? When the show? The show's birthday? Oh, is. the show's the, birthday. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. No, I, I, don't, even, I don't even know that. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have to. to 
I, I can't go back on my show. Like I had to mark the date arbitrarily because uh, so many of our shows got taken off of so many social media sites because uh, we we played music and we critique music and oh. Zach's been there for that. And yeah. we we were pretty brutal sometimes. And uh, I don't I don't remember. I think it was Warner Brothers and Roadrunner, but they like struck our channel, struck our our, our anchor, our Spotify, like just took down. I think we're missing like eight or nine episodes total. Oh wow. Yeah. Was that because yeah. of was that because of the like uh, I know music has a when we started the show we were really good not to put any music in here because I know there's all sorts of guidelines for music was it more the guideline aspect or because you were like critiquing music I want to say it was the guidelines but we got mean on one artist and I don't remember who it was and we roasted the shit out of them and like right after that it was like oh dmca strike dmca strike i'm like you're, you're getting butt hurt by three brown <laughs> guys in a basement <laughs> podcast <laughs> like come on <laughs> your feelings That's fair. are guys, guys in basements have done some real damage to people's uh, image these days though so yeah luckily i'm on the second floor there you go <laughs> at least i think i am uh, anyways, I do suffer from ADHD, um, severe ADHD. Like if there was a spectrum, mine would be turned up to a hundred. Is there a spectrum? There is. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I'm an I'm an advocate for all things ADHD. I'm on uh, I'm unmedicated. I have tried medication several times in my life, much to my detriment. Uh, I didn't like the way I, I didn't like the way I felt on it, so I couldn't function. Uh, I decided to be off of it, and I've been managing it myself ever since. Uh, but I mean, uh, one of the more interesting things, and uh, Grave Robber here in the in the chat here, he uh, he's also advocates for this. But I advocate for felons to get not only their firearms rights back, but their voting rights back. And I've been in several discussions about that. So that's another aspect of uh, weirdness to me, and it's also just keeping in the idea that I don't have a political bias to anything you know yeah so uh, I mean, it, it is kind of strange how nowadays like having an opinion like felons should be able to vote is political but hey you know well yeah. i think felons should be able to vote i don't know if zach should be able to vote that's, that's my fair. that's my opinion that's fair no no, no. I, I, I want zach to vote i want that number to go so skewed I want there to be like an anomaly where they have to pull out the ballot to be like, all right, hold on, something happened here. <laughs> so you would you would say that you're probably more of a chaotic person. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh yes. Oh, more, the, the the more the more confusion and wonder I can spread, the better. That's fair. Well, it's a good way to be. I I do want to ask you more about like those opinions you have because uh, as two people here who Zach, you're a felon, right? Pretty sure. Sure. I think yeah. I'm a felon too. So we're going to definitely talk about that a little bit later. Cause I love talking to people who, you know, haven't, uh, accused or accumulated a bunch of felonies like me and Zach. Um, we collect them like they're Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to c catch them all and we're doing right. a damn good job so far. Um, so I love to get the opinion of people who, you know, haven't had to, to deal with the justice system as much, but first I did want to ask you about a few questions about your ADHD, if that's all right. Absolutely. Please do. So one of the things I've seen as a mental health advocate is there are so many creators, 
um, doing ADHD advocacy right now on TikTok, almost to the point where, and I'm not trying to say this about anyone specifically, it seems like some people might be trying to glorify like ADHD um, mm -hmm. with their certain skits they do and everything. Um, do you think that's effective for the ADHD community as like spreading awareness? Because I mean, I do it too with schizophrenia, but do you feel like that's helpful or helpful or not helpful? I believe it is helpful because uh, for so long, uh, ADHD was misunderstood and we didn't know what it was. We, for so long, up until I think it was 2001, it was diagnosed as a mental disorder. So when you look at it like that, you're gonna treat it like a mental disorder. But now we know that an ADHD person's brain is just wired differently like Zach. And, uh, you know, <laughs> our brains don't communicate at a speed that is normal, like uh, uh, like the right and left hemisphere of an ADHD person's brain communicates at a much, much higher, higher pace. So we learn things faster, we communicate faster, but that also makes for, for chaos. It also makes it hard for us to nail down thoughts and stuff like that. Now, the glorification part of it, I absolutely believe, because for a little while there on TikTok, they were glorifying dating uh, there were, uh, um, people with anxiety yeah. and it was, and it was a trend. <laughs> it was a trend. You can look this up dating with anxiety and, uh, oh, hello, Shannon. <laughs> so, uh, they, they, and they, they go through these little phases in TikTok, right? Like, oh, go date someone with anxiety. It's so much fun. You'll get this benefit and this benefit. They never tell you that also they suffer from anxiety. A lot of things that come with anxiety, just the same way right. a lot of things come with ADHD. ADHD is not a singular diagnosis. Usually there's a lot of things that come with it, such as depression uh, or uh, bipolar syndrome. A, a lot of things can, can be caused or onset by ADHD. I personally suffer from imposters, and that is, you know, I don't suffer from anxiety. As you can see, I'm a big guy on the internet. And I don't mean big as in numbers. I'm just a large man on the internet so <laughs> i'm not suffering from anxiety imposter syndrome though that's what that's what gets me and that that is born from my adhd what is imposter syndrome that okay, imposter syndrome in a nutshell is i don't it, it's a it's a, it's an irrational fear that i am not as smart as i think i am i didn't do what i said i've done and somehow some way everybody is just gonna quickly wake up to that realization and I'm going to lose everything that, that I'm huh. somehow a fraud and it's, it's crippling because like I see TikToks and I'm and like, Oh, how do I do this with this camera? How do I shoot this? How do I write this? And I'm like, I really want to comment, but then the imposter syndrome sets in and I'm like, oh, yeah, but what if I'm the moron in, you know what I mean? What if I'm the one that everybody in the group looks at and points and laughs because they're like, look at this guy's opinion. Man, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I basically have the opposite. I, I approach every <laughs> situation with this, this undeserved confidence that I'll know how to do it. That's crazy. Honestly, no, it's, it's, I'm in a lot of trouble. It's wonderful. Honestly, I, I have a lot of confidence. It's just that for me, it's an intellectual thing. For me, it's like my intellect. You know, like I, I've talked to Zach on a on a personal level. I just educated Cody on a couple of pieces of audio equipment, and all that stuff is just really natural to me. But you know, if I try to delve into it or anything else like that, I get that crippling fear that I'm lying or somehow it's I'm 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 not being truthful. You know, and it's it's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. <clears throat> so. 
um, going going a little more into your uh, like ADHD diagnosis, one of the things I've noticed with ADHD specifically is the very high rate of people under 18 being diagnosed with the disorder. Um, and that's something my brother was diagnosed with it. I don't know a lot about ADHD, um, but if I'm not mistaken, there are, are a very large number of people under 18 be diagnosed with it. Um, and my brother firmly believes that he, he does think he struggles with it now, but he was a very big advocate of, I was just a kid. I don't necessarily think I had ADHD. Um, at what age were you diagnosed? And do you see, was that similar with your story as well, where you were diagnosed younger? Or? No, I was diagnosed at five. Oh, wow. And I was, yeah. and I was instantly put on Ritalin and I was on Ritalin until I was almost 15 and I couldn't take it anymore. I was starting to have mental breaks. Uh, and, uh, I got off it and, and, through, and from 15 till about 20, I was on a myriad of medications, uh, causing several mental breaks because it, it, and, and yeah, people being diagnosed with ADHD when they don't have it was an issue. It's, I don't think it is anymore. Okay. Uh, because we, under, we understand so much more. I Cody kind of brings up an interesting point. I remember that this is really more your and my generation, Dead Man, um, kind of where kids, it seemed like everyone had, a, at that time, it seemed called ADD, right? Yeah, ADD. Just ADD or whatever. And it seemed like everywhere left and right, kids would pop on up with it. So I guess my question is, do you think that it sounds like you think that slowed down or changed to some at least yes i do believe it has um and the reason is because we're not ex we're, we are for the detriment of mankind much more skeptical of armchair and quick diagnoses you know uh remember the the, the meme to this day is go on webmd you're dying you have yep. cancer, yep. you know, you, something horrible is going to happen to you. You're being hunted by Boba Fett. It's weird. So it now, nowadays we've become so much more skeptical of, uh, walking in with a kid that's just hyped up on sugar because you're feeding him 12 Krispy Kremes and, you know, three Mountain Dews a day and, oh, well, he's got ADHD. I don't think he does, <laughs> you know? So, uh. I, I do believe that is I do believe that is growing and I and I'm very much appreciative of that. And I'm also very uh very concerned also because for years and years and years we treated ADHD with antidepressants and with mood alterers. And so that that's kind of what like took me out of the entire medication game. Yeah. Like like how I responded to them and I'm like, I'm just I'm just done. I'm just gonna manage this by myself. Damn that. <laughs> that sounds especially rough man um I, so is there a difference between add and adhd because i remember it was add when i was a kid and then suddenly everyone started calling adhd is that like a different diagnosis or yeah uh one is attention attention deficit hyper disorder and the other one is just attention deficit disorder uh it, it, it's it's just fancy work for our brains don't produce dopamine very well and mm. so uh one one diagnosis adhd kind of pursues it more actively than add like uh and so that's 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 also one thing like i i'm i'm super like impressed with you guys beating addiction because i have an addictive personality due to my adhd and uh, i have to be extraordinarily careful what i participate in 
uh, as, as, as evident by my weight, you know, um, I found food for a comfort for a little while and, uh, I gained a lot of weight, but, uh, I've never really touched drugs. Um, don't. I don't plan to just throwing that out there. Maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, you know what? I've looked at it as a weight loss alternative. <laughs> there are better, there are better weight loss alternatives yeah. out there. Trust us on this one. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I always wanted a scraggly beard. Well, I can say it does lead to a scraggly beard. If you just look at me for an example. Oh, is that a beard calling that now, Cody? Yeah. Is that, that is calling that um, beard? Tentatively, yes. Kind of. You haven't shaved since we had that competition, have you? No, I have not. Wow. <laughs> Cody Green, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So um yeah no I, I I do believe we're moving forward in the whole ADHD diagnosis thing and uh, I'm actually kind of proud of everybody being a lot more skeptical skeptical about what their children have and I and I I'm proud of, of parents for moving forward with that. What would you say are the most common symptoms that you deal with in terms of ADHD? Because I know um, much like any mental illness, there are a wide variety, and you might have some, but not all. Um, so which are the ones that you struggle with personally the most? Uh, I forget everything. Okay. I, I am so fucking forgetful and, and it, and it is, so it is problematic sometimes I have, like, as you can tell, like my, my, this is all very meticulously set up <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I have, I have, I have all my stuff for my Patreon, for my, for my podcast. I literally spent $30 and just bought a desk and a rack for my printer just so I can have this at the ready and not forget to do it. Uh, like, it, like, it, um, organization is a big thing for me because I self-impose it on myself. Like if I don't have that organization, I forget everything and I forget shit. And, uh, I have that very ADHD out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? If, if it's not there, it don't exist to me. Yeah. So, uh, I also hyperfixate, which is uh, a lot of fun for anybody. Like, uh, but I, I, I try to use it for good now. I try to use it for good now. Instead of learning every zodiac sign of My Chemical Romance, now I try to now I try to <laughs> find the best ways to set stuff up for podcasts, for video production. Uh, I, I, I dive into microcosms of that kind of stuff and I make my decisions based off of that information. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. You take kind of turns one of your symptoms into a proactive thing for you. Yeah. And I, and I'm, and I'm actively trying like recently, uh, I kind of bit the, bit the bullet and bought an iPad so I can actually get back into, into art. And I just did my first drawing today. So, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see that. And when you talk about hyperfixation, so um, one of the things I've heard that people with hyperfix people who struggle with both hyperfixations and addiction will say the same thing is there's you can use it as a positive. So people who struggle with addiction, if they use it correctly, if they have an addictive personality, they can try to become addicted to God forbid the gym or something productive like that. Um, and I've heard people say that about hyperfixation as well. Like if you utilize it and you're able to hyperfixate on things that you are, you know, focusing on things that are your long-term goals, it can actually be something that you're able to be really successful. With. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's the same with anything. You can you can it's a, it's a double edged sword. And if you drop it on your foot, you're gonna sever a toe. Uh, <laughs> with 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 hyperfixation, like for me, when uh, I, I used to get into something really really specific and just like hyper focus on that, like like I, I have to know everything about that. And that's with me. Uh, it is knowledge. It is information. I have to know all the information I'll ever. Which is why I could give you like a setup that costs less than one microphone that sounds better than the microphone you're gonna buy. Yeah. Uh, and how did how did I do that? Well, I spent three weeks literally hobbled in my office, <laughs> you know, uh, on the internet reading and, and watching reviews and doing all this other stuff. And now uh, I'm able to say, okay, now you want to set up a podcast? Yes. You want to join a podcast? Yes. What's your budget? And I can work with people like that. So that way. Uh, I, I, I'm able to contribute something and all of that is just born from this weird hyper focus I had that I wanted a budget setup that sounded good with my voice. Zach actually just sent me a message. Uh, he's too shy to ask you this question. He said, um, have you trained your voice to be as majestic as it is? <laughs> or was that just a gift from God? Copy, copy. That actually is a good question. Um, Dead man, have have you always had a voice like Adonis, or just is? Or did of, you have to sell your soul to get yeah, that? Was or it like, a crossroads deal that happened somewhere? Uh, you, I, I'm about to blow your guys' mind. Uh, this is actually my natural speaking voice. What? One hundred percent. I do not what? alter it. This is how I talk. However, that is insanely majestic, and I refuse I, um, to believe it. This is how I actually talk to everybody else, though. Hmm. I, whenever I, whenever I'm around in public or I talk to people on the phone, this is how I sound, and namely it's because when I answer the phone or I'm talking to someone and I'm in this voice, I don't they don't they don't, they don't answer the phone and go fuck Mufasa, right, hold on, <laughs> I called death. <laughs> so when you I'm imagine, at work, yeah, Zach, can you imagine picking up the phone and that's the voice you hear on the other end? Not really. I I immediately think I died. <laughs> I died. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like, oh, this is it. <laughs> Check your surroundings. Did I fuck up? <laughs> I think I fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, this this is actually the voice I, I usually use, and this is the one to not scare the living shit out of people when I talk to them on the phone. Uh, but I, as a voice actor, training your voice to do other stuff is actually pretty easy, and it's a lot of fun for me uh then i can just fall back into my natural voice uh but yeah uh being in being like a voice actor also helps a lot uh i'm i'm i can do like the mark hamill joker i can do the <laughs> the the joker from uh the dark knight i can do several you know characters arnold you know pretty much every deep voice character there is out there i can i'm able to do and i've done in some aspect or another and uh I think one of the weirder aspects of voice acting was <laughs> gotta hate this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it on your guys' show. Every, everybody else shares something embarrassing, so why am I the exception? <laughs> uh, it was it was a pretty good sizable paycheck, right? Was, I think it was like a, a, a eleven hundred dollars for a voice acting gig. Yeah, I had a I had a whole script for it, but the thing was is I didn't know at the time of reading the part that it was for a movie that was being self produced for furries. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So during part of the audition, they were like, "God, we really like your voice. Can you growl?" 
And could you? I mean, yes, yes, I can. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was going to ask you. <laughs> I know you were going to ask, and you yeah. get your phone ready to record it. It's true. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! So, um, what was that self-published video called? Just for research reasons. <laughs> yeah, we're not looking anything up. I don't yeah. remember honestly. This was about a year ago, but uh, it, it was it was really weird because. I because like I I belong to a couple of sites and I was like oh submit your submit your audition so one of the it was for a good guy so I was like we were looking for a Mufasa type so I was like I shall save you don't worry we'll get out of this alive and so uh, I'm picturing the worst biggest furry in the world yeah like, exactly exactly like, I had no idea so when they pitched the script to me they were like can you growl and I was like. <laughs> For that much money, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Arakaro. Um, by the way, you still need to talk to Arakaro, my uh, my artist. Um, yes. She is a furry, so that would actually make her happy to know that you're part of the furry fandom in a way. Yeah, and usually what they call a bear. <laughs> <laughs> really, in my community, you'd be a bear too. <laughs> uh, I don't mind. There's crossover. I'm good with it. I appeal to so many people. <laughs> But uh, I, I think, um, I think, I think like, like, yeah, with a voice like this, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun and I get, I do make some money sometimes. And, uh, I think, <laughs> I think one of the, one of the weirder aspects of it is, uh, for my friend Danny, uh, on Dark Charm Media, I actually play one of the highest nasal, nasally voiced characters there is on his show named Craig McGee, who is, who constantly sounds like he's coked up. And, uh, I think it's such a weird departure that when he offered me the part, I was like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it funny. So, so here's a question for you. I know there's, we have quite a few aspiring actors and actresses and that sort of thing out there. What's some of the advice you would give to people looking to break into voice acting? Um, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Penn Gillette, ben? Penn Gillette of Penn and Teller. Oh, Penn. Yeah. Oh, Penn. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there was a rule he had when he was coming up, and that's say yes to everything within reason. And no, that means. Your yeah, exactly. Within mm -hmm. reason. So I uh, would say yes to everything. If your friend is like, oh, hey, I want you to, I want you to say just a couple of lines in this weird little audio drama I'm putting on for YouTube or for Anchor or anything, say yeah, go for it. You're going to suck. Don't ever, don't ever believe anybody that says you're a natural kid. You're gonna be great. You suck, right? You always suck at the beginning. I fucking sucked at the beginning. I've been doing this for years, so it's taken me a long, long, long time to get anywhere near as good as I am. And even then, I still fuck up. Uh, but just go for it. Go like say yes to as much as you can within reason, within within as, as much as you're comfortable doing. Like uh, and you know you're, you you. You might never make it. You might. You might make it big. You might make it bigger than any all, all three of us on screen. Uh, but the fact is, is that you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit the ground running, and you gotta take that first step. First step is the most important thing. I know, I know for a fact it is crippling. It is crippling uh, fear to say yes to anything, to putting yourself out there in any capacity. Because you're like, ah, oh, fuck, what if I suck? The internet's going to roast me, and I'm gonna, they're going to rip me apart. I'm going to be brought up on Tosh.0. <laughs> no, you're not. 
I can assure you, no, you're not. I've done some weird shit in my day for film and for fucking voice acting. I have yet to be mentioned by any major network, all right? I definitely, by the way, when you're saying, like, oh, it's an embarrassing fact that that story you told, I was definitely waiting for the you being voice acting in hentai or something like that. I I was definitely waiting. (laughs) Nani? I I haven't done hentai. Yet. That's uh, Zach's yeah. dream is to be watching hentai and hear your voice. That's it's what he true. wants. Oh my god! Just, oh, Nande uh, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say like take anything, for example, like if you know your gay friend Zach reached out and was like, "Hey, I'm starting a podcast with my buddy, <laughs> and we need someone to do the introduction for us." Like you're saying, "Yeah, say yes, right?" Yeah, say yes. <laughs> my, uh, I. I I I, uh, I do so much for free because honestly, if if uh, if somebody comes along, they're like, "Holy shit, that guy's voice is cool," and they can get into the show from that. I'm cool with that too. I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, where's my compensation? Where's my pit? And like, no, 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 no. If my voice is what gets them into a show or gets them into a, a program or an audio drama or something else like that, fuck yeah, I'm down with it. You use my voice as a tool. I don't care. That's like, good. We've used the hell out of your voice. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Zach, did you not pay him for the intro? <laughs> I I did. In, in friendship? Yeah, love. I, I accepted love. I accepted love. It's fine. <laughs> but I will say, like, even even uh, allowing us to use your voice here on the podcast, Zach, Zach fangirls over your voice every single week. And so... Um, I would imagine like even stuff like that's got to be super helpful for when you're voice acting because our podcast, and I don't think Zach knows this, our podcast has been downloaded over 110,000 times. Seriously? Um, wow. Yeah, over 110,000 times. And they know pro- it's us, right? Like they're aware that. No, yeah, they're aware. That wasn't okay. a mistake. Like people actually did that on purpose for some wow. reason. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, but, that's really cool. But, like, just the fact that, I mean, like, and, and you're talking, your voice has been used in a bunch of different things as well. Like, that's it's a crazy to think. And I, I started thinking about this as a creator, too, how many people have seen my face on TikTok. But, like, as a voice actor, there's probably a lot of times where you're heard and people don't recognize who you are. Like, um, I'm friends with another voice actor on TikTok, and I he did a video of things he's been featured in, and I heard his, I was like, I had never put it together. Like, I recognized it, kind of. Yeah. But, like, the fact that so many people have heard your voice, that has to kind of be cool just on its own, like, on its own aspect, like. Uh, it is, and I never yeah. think about it. <laughs> I would imagine it's, it's, it's a little bit frustrating, because you don't get the recognition. I mean, you're not like going through Starbucks and the girl's like, oh my God, I know that voice. No. <laughs> that actually happened. Never mind. Never mind. No, the weirdest in the weirdest way, right? So I have a very distinct voice, as you guys know. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, uh, yeah. but I was on, I was on, I was on uh, my friend's podcast, Smugcast, right? And we were discussing, we were discussing some very heavy topics, you know, and, I was giving opinions that they would, they were considering a certain spectrum. And I was like, no, no spectrum here. But the, the episode itself was, was very long. It was two and a half hours long. Oh, wow. And so like, like six, seven months later, I, I'm at work, I'm driving a truck. I pull up into a, into a gas station. I get out. Right. 
and uh, I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting. I say, hey, I'll take a pack of pack of smokes, you know what I mean, and energy drinks for the drive home. And there's this big dude behind me. Like, I'm a big guy, so when I say it's a big dude, it's a big dude. And he, <laughs> he taps me on the fucking shoulder like an 80s movie. Hey, you're on a podcast, right? Yeah. Oh. All right, I'm gonna have to beat the shit out of this giant guy in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, but I'm not gonna hide. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm on a podcast. He's like, Smugcast, right? Yep, Smugcast. Yep, that's me. He goes, cool, man. Cool. <laughs> I listened to that show. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's <laughs> a little unnerving to say the least. I mean, that, yeah. was my, that was my reaction the first time someone recognized me in public. He came up to me and they're like, Zach, and I'm like, shit, do I owe you money? What's going on? <laughs> you instantly get into that defensive pose, you know? Dead man, what? <laughs> Fucking. What are we doing? <laughs> have I, I ever binge watched a foreign movie series and come out speaking differently? I have actually done a couple of commercials for foreign entities. So I, I actually do have a couple of accents under my belt. So what you're saying is you lied and you have done hentai before. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Not hentai. Porn. Yeah. Actual yeah. porn. <laughs> oh, really? What? Oh, my God. You know what's so funny is Zach, I feel like Zach has said that after one of your intros that we've done, where Zach is like, because oh, yeah. every time he makes something up, he's like, I'm not sure if you were aware of this, but that <laughs> man's voice was used as, and I'm pretty sure that's one of the examples he's used before. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is, because you texted me afterwards, or, that's right, and was like, actually, I did do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember that. It was by accident. And I, because I didn't know what the project was, and I really, they, they, they give you a script, and you read the script, you send the, you send the files back, and whatever else like that, and then uh, I got a text message about a month later thanking me for my role. Oh, cool! What, what, what was, what was it, what was it used for? Oh, uh, <laughs> this one specific porno. I mean, I, I've done porn, so I can't say much, but. And man, there's, there's an Alexa in every room. We've all done porn. Right. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's fair. See now now look at look at Cody now. He's like, I'm gonna unplug that fucking thing. I was I literally looked at over at my Google home and I was like, oh, maybe maybe it's time for that thing to go. Yeah. <laughs> we're maybe, born to, we're uh, all born to someone. I'm looking at mine thinking you should pay me for this. <laughs> Do you oh, understand man. the content you're getting for free? <laughs> fucking freeloader. Right. <laughs> so now that we're getting like a little bit more into the episode, I do kind of want to talk about some of the, the points you brought up earlier. Um, so you mentioned you mentioned that you have been known to advocate for people with felonies, uh, voting and having gun rights. Yes. Absolutely. So as a couple of felons here, um, I would love to hear your, uh, your opinion on this because obviously as a nonviolent felon, um, I've always thought that, you know, my constitutional right of voting should never have been taken away. Uh, in Wisconsin, unlike some States where you lose it forever, I just lost my voting rights while I was on parole. But I know there are some States where if you're a felon, you can never vote. Um, and then same with I mean, gun rights in most states is just like that. If you get a felony, you have to apply to get your gun rights back, which is how it is here in Wisconsin. Um, and I've never understood that. But as someone who isn't, you know, a convicted felon out of the three people here, right. um, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, your 
your opinion on this. And this is something that obviously me and Zach know yeah. way too much about. Yeah, as a, as a gun owner, as a gun advocate, as somebody who's been trained in guns, somebody who's worked with guns, somebody who's been at a job with a pistol and a shotgun, you know, uh, guns are essentially scary. Yeah. And you add the word felon in front of anything, and it instantly becomes a horror movie. A felon carrying a firearm. One of the easiest way to demonize anybody. Yeah. Now, what, what's, what, what, what was their felony? They had an ounce of weed. I truthfully believe that, you know, we live in a pay-to-play society. You, you pay your taxes, you get to vote, you get to own guns. This is, this is part of the Constitution. This is part of what you are as an American. It is our right to bear arms shall not be infringed unless you break the fucking law. Same way with the 14th Amendment. Nobody's yeah. a slave unless you break the fucking law. Yeah. Uh, so I believe personally that yes, have you have you done your time? Was it a non-violent crime? And even if it was a violent crime on a case by case basis, what was yeah. the circumstances of it? Were you arrested because you were, you were defending yourself? Were you arrested in a situation where you got pinned with something? Oh, my friend had a gun and I was in the same car as him. Congratulations. Now we're all up on a gun charge. Yeah, that right. technically is a, is a violent felony because that is a firearms charge. So all, all of this, when you have done your time, I believe you're fucking done. You're done. You're an American citizen again. You, you've gone in, you've come out. If you, and I believe so that way I can leave a little bit of wiggle room for those people who are like, but wait a minute. What if they re, uh, you know, offend? okay, fine. Let's give them six months. You do your time, you come out six months after you finish your parole or probation, you have a six month leeway. Don't fuck up in these six months. Congratulations, all your rights are back. Yeah. You're now a full American citizen again. Because guess what? Even if you are a felon, you never stop paying your fucking taxes. Your God, income that'd tax. be amazing. Just become a felon. And can you imagine, Zach? We just stop paying our taxes. <laughs> Actually, that's a good way to become a felon, too. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. But I, I, I believe that. I believe that once, you, once you are fucking done, you are fucking done. You are back to 100% full rights. You're an American citizen again. You have everything, everything back. And I believe that wholeheartedly because one of the easiest things, one of the main reasons that I've understood from your guys' show people re-offend is because they don't feel like they belong to the society that they are participating in. Yeah. And I've heard this several times in your guys' show. And it's very, very easy to feel ostracized when you don't have rights like voting, like being able to carry a firearm because the only thing you can afford is to live in the apartments where everybody gets shot every other Thursday. So it's difficult. And what happens, it's easy to re uh, to, to, to re-enter that lifestyle. Yep. So, it, and yes, I believe yes. that... That's a really good point. And uh, I mean, Co I, I know Cody and I can definitely uh, share this opinion that one of the worst things about getting out and getting back into society is looking around and realizing that society never really accepts you ever, never fully. And that's one of the hardest things to know about yourself. It, it sucks applying for a job, for meeting someone new. I mean, fortunately, when I met Eddie, he knew you know pretty much okay with my record but 
I mean, it'd be great if there was even a process to begin to get somewhat some of my rights back, you know? Yeah. And... Well, and that's the also the frustrating part, because we're talking about when we talk about recidivism rates and we talk about people returning to prison, um, a lot of that is uh, getting jobs. But also everyone wants to point the finger at, oh, if someone gets a job, they'll be fine. There is that feeling like society doesn't give a shit about you once you've been in the prisoner jail system mm -hmm. because when you get out if you don't have very close family or friends there's no one helping you get a job there's no one helping you get an apartment you are essentially getting out and you're on your own um, i was very lucky when i got out i had friends and family there to help me that is not usually the case same here. If I didn't have my grandma, shout out, shout out to grand, by the way. Um, if I didn't have my grandma, there's no way I, I would have even been remotely okay. You know, I would have been back on the streets. And having those safety nets in place are something, are sometimes things that we lose when they become some, when people become a felon. They become the pariah of the family, the black sheep. They are, they're outcasted there written out of the will so on and so forth so this idea of getting your rights back I, I i truly truly believe that especially from somebody who's come up from nothing from somebody who's grew up poor you know what i mean like i grew up in the hood i grew up knowing what gunshots sounded like by age five you know i i know i know what it's like to be around felons i know what it's like to be around cholos i know what it's like to be around gangsters actual gangsters not people who have te gold teeth and really bad records on spotify <laughs> i believe it is pronounced teeth 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 yeah if it sets off if it sets off you know a metal detector i don't want it <laughs> if you're walking through an airport and somebody waves something in front of your face and it beeps, you have issues. But anyways, uh, I, I know what it's like I, I, and, I, and I've seen it. You know, I have friends that have been in and out and in and out of jail and never fully recovered because honestly, society kind of threw them away. And one of the reasons was that they never felt like they ever came back to being a whole person. One of the most devastating things about uh, being in the prison system or being in any sort of facility like that is, and Zach will vouch for this too, watching people get out and then come right back in. Come right back, yeah. It's the most devastating thing because I, I feel like for certain people who have the resources um, when they get out, for people like me and Zach who had people to go to, it was a wake-up call. Because literally, there was one guy who, while I was in, four or five times, that guy got out and was brought right back. Yes. And it's it's devastating to watch, uh, but he didn't have anywhere to go. He didn't have anyone he knew. He'd get out, the first thing he would do is go find booze and get belligerently drunk until they brought him back in. Right. And... Uh... I, that, that's just uh, institutionalism. Uh, he, he's been institutionalized. You know, he sees the outside world as something rather scary. 
and having to deal with that kind of anxiety or that kind of panic and resorting back to alcohol or drugs is very, very easy to do. And, and it's, it's a shame because when, when you're in jail for drugs, I don't believe you should be in jail for, for drugs, especially yeah. if you're addicted, you know what I mean? I mean, weed, weed and all that stuff. I don't, I, I, th I think we should be le legal period yeah. everywhere on a federal fucking level. I believe all drugs should be legal and we should start helping people rather than demonizing them. Yeah. And that's my true belief. I, I'm safe injection sites in Canada have reduced overdoses by over 80%. It's and that's crazy. just, you know that. Yeah, here. Yeah, I have a I have choo-choo train right in my backyard here, but yeah, <laughs> safe injection sites, valid treatment, and everything else like that, I believe, should be way more valued than hey, let's just stick them in jail and watch them dry out. Yeah, it's yeah. a horrible situation, and I've lost a few friends to that kind of thing. So that's also kind of why I advocate for this thing. It's incredibly difficult, also, because me and Zach have been a part Zach of that. I of that lifestyle zach and i oh my I'm god is it that hard dog come on <laughs> apparently why can i never get this uh, zach and i there we go have been a part of that lifestyle and especially when it comes to addiction like you said um a lot of people in jail and prisons are there because of addiction and a lot of people are there solely because of addiction and it's really difficult to watch as an addict, as someone who's been in those facilities, knowing that there could be better options out there for them. And that by going into that lifestyle, they could lose their right to vote. They could lose their right to have firearms. They could lose a lot of rights. And the, um, the, cra the crazy thing about it is, you know, like up until my first arrest, I was just a drug addict, yeah. you know? But after my first arrest and I was released, I was a criminal, not only because of my record, but also the life that I then had to choose, basically. You know, it was, I had this addiction, I needed to feed it, and where am I going to do that, you know? And mall Santa gigs don't pay what they used to. Right? Amen to that. They also have a problem with a short Jew being in mall Santa. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, Cody? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, um, as we come into the last couple minutes here, I want to thank you for joining us today. I know it made Zach's whole day to it hear did. your voice live today. It's true. No, it's my pleasure. And thank you guys for finally having me on. Been waiting for it. True. Yeah. It took two years. Well, in our defense, it was really only a year if you count all the time we've taken off. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, when something has been established and exists, time doesn't stop because you don't you don't keep doing it. Well, in that case, we have been doing this for a minute now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But, Which uh, makes your betrayal even more, or our betrayal hurt even more. I uh, suppose. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> but seriously, we do appreciate you coming on, sharing your. Uh, sharing your story with ADHD and then um, just talking to us a little bit about your views as well. Uh, but before we go, of course, we have to unfortunately talk about Zach's balls. Zach. So it's fun note. I actually gave the lawnmower 4.0 4, 4 a, uh, it's, I won't call this maiden voyage the other day, but I did it in the shower, right? Which is magical to begin with. And I can now say that it looks like Caillou. I don't know that reference. What is that reference? Caillou? You don't know Caillou? 
Caillou. He's Caillou. saying it strangely. <laughs> All right, whatever. It looks like Caillou. Okay. Seriously, though, um, for those of you who haven't tried Manscaped's product, the Lawnmower 4.0 is an amazing product that not only works in the shower, but also mm-hmm. has an amazing light. Um, and Which is really helpful if you're like Cody and you need to locate it. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Zach. Thank, thank you for that. You. Ah. Uh, gotcha. Good. <laughs> but there are also many other products, including um, the ball toner, which Zach gets so excited to talk about. It's um, true. I mean, I, boys, gentlemen, fellas, gentlemen, fellas, listen, gentlemen, listen, dudes. One on one talk here. If you haven't treated your balls to manscaped ball toner, you're missing out. You are. That's all I can say. Treat, you are. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. To using Manscaped's ball toner. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. And seriously, their products are amazing. Thank you again to Manscaped for allowing us to continue to do this and do it with an amazing sponsor. If you guys want to try out the Lawnmower 4.0 or any other products from Manscaped, be sure to use code Zach and Cody for 20% off your next order. Gosh, I'm still waiting for that slap suit from Disney. <laughs> well, you know. Until we get it. <laughs> yeah, Zach and Cody apparently is the code. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0 to make your balls look like Bruce Willis's head. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. We're going to just clip wait. that. Is Bruce Willis sponsored by Manscaped? Is he, is he on the list of people we can't? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think we're okay. good there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but seriously, Vin- Vin- thank Vin- you so Vin- much Vin- for Vin- joining Vin- us today, <laughs> Deadman. Do you have any final words in your beautiful voice to tell the people today uh yeah please please drop by my my uh my podcast it's a lot of fun it's a nice reprieve from reality and uh, you guys are gonna have a lot of fun listening to three brown guys roast the shit out of everything uh that is vt network and that is uh, anchor.fm forward slash vt network we're here on youtube uh, also, we do uh, we we bi-weekly shows. We do two shows a week. We do an education show on Fridays, and we do the main show on Sundays. We have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash VT Network, where you get so much more content as well as stickers uh, for just $5 a month. So VT ne- uh, patreon.com forward slash VT Network. And also, above all else, please... Please, please be kind to each other. Not not Zach and Cody, but the rest of you. Please <laughs> be kind to each other. We wouldn't be able to have a podcast yeah, if we and Zach were kind to each other. It's 90% of our, of our content is not being kind to each other. So. <laughs> yeah, but please be kind to each other. This world sucks as it is. We need as much love as we possibly can get. Uh, now for the next four minutes, I'm just going to roast Cody and Zach. Ooh, <laughs> let's go. I want to hear it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I was just joking, but I okay. <laughs> I just love I just love anyone who roasts Zach. It's my favorite thing. I love okay. anyone who I do have a certain amount of respect for people that roast Cody, but then it occurs to me that he's it's just like kicking a puppy. You know, it's too easy, <laughs> and the noise he makes later makes me sad. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. I mean, I got to get at least a couple of shots in. You guys have delayed me coming on here for so long. Zach looks like a before and before picture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Not bad. Cody looks like a used car salesman who just got clean and is given a second chance. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of accuracy from that statement, actually. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Like Zach that. doesn't look like he does porn, but he looks like he does porn. It's just the wrong kind of porn. <laughs> that kind of porn. Cody looks like he started bum fights for three straight years. <laughs> I love it. This is what Zach, I live for. Zach looks like a professional wrestler that failed and then succeeded and then failed again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is that the hat? Is it part of his wrestling persona? No. <laughs> the hat helps him. <laughs> helps me power up. Cody looks like the kind of guy that sells you things that come with a weird warranty. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yes, these are getting a, a little it's a too Sony. accurate. It's a Sony. Then why are the instructions in Korean? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, we definitely needed that. I appreciate it so much. Uh, <laughs> my pleasure. Once again, guys, VT P network. <laughs> Absolutely. Check out the VT network. Uh, hopefully I will be on there soon to, to harass you on your show a little bit. And I'm guessing eventually you might possibly bring Zach back. I don't know why you would, but you seem to like him a little bit. So. I'll be back on the show. Don't you worry. <laughs> he is uh, he is the highest downloaded episode. He is the highest downloaded guest we have. Oh, well, that's yeah. uh, that's something you should put on your resume, Zach. So yeah. Uh, so Cody, when you when you come on, man, you you, you gotta you gotta get a lot of people to start to download the show to meet Zach because he's his record, I believe, is one hundred and eighty nine complete downloads. Oh yeah, he doesn't even stand a chance, honestly. Oh, I want! Oh, I want up. this competition. I want this <laughs> don't competition. Even, don't even. Well, come All on. Right. We we know he comes from bum fights, Zach. You know he has the upper hand. True. <laughs> <That> is fair. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us, Zach. As always, do you have any final words for the people today? No. God, I love when you don't have any final words. Yeah, I got nothing done. Sorry. All right. Well, you guys take it easy. Have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for listening to the Criminally Mental Podcast. Bye.